I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And uh, they go, do you want to do your dance? They had like a music and the stuff for me. And I was like, oh no, I have done this whole routine to, um, I put a spell on you, but just the chorus. So I'll just sing it. And they're oh like, well, we have, <laughs> well, we have a, 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 the, the show you'll, and I was like, I didn't prepare it that way. I would like to sing it. Mind you, I'm still just in my like swimsuit. And they're like, okay, just sing it. Hello world and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey in the industry, and I make them share a couple bad audition stories with me. It's always a good time. If you're not subscribed to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button now and uh, leave us some love in the forms of rates and reviews and like telling your friends. That'd be cool. As you can tell, I'm slightly losing my voice, so I'm going to keep this intro quick and to the point. But um, before I introduce our guest, I just want to say I had a great time recording this episode. We spent like 30% of it talking about Taylor Swift. And this was also recorded literally on Sunday, like two hours before the Super Bowl started. So this is pre, um, pre-Super pre Bowl find out, like, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, Pre-Taylor and the club TikToks. So um, I feel like we could have talked about that for an hour as well. Maybe I'll just have her start a Taylor Swift podcast with me. I don't know. Um, but we had a bunch bunch of fun on here. It was the most fun I've had on the show in a little while, so that was cool. 
Anyway, let's get to it. Today's guest is Ashley Dulaney. You may know her from Justified or The Act. She has a brand new movie called A Taste of Love premiering on February 19th. And uh, she's a fantastic actress and cool, cool person. So I was stoked to talk to her for the time on the show. Um, So here's my conversation with Ashley. And welcome to the show, Ashley! Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Um, Before we started recording, to all of the people listening, we were talking about Super Bowl because we are recording on Super Bowl Sunday and um, how much we love Taylor Swift. I'm wearing my Taylor Swift shirt. Ashley has a 13 on her wrist, so on her hand. I I was I was gonna wear my Taylor Swift for president shirt, but and I'm really sad I didn't now. It's sitting right over there. Let's stop. We gotta re we gotta restart this so that we're both in Taylor gear. I'm very excited for Super Bowl today. I think it's gonna be great. Um and it's you know always fun to have recordings that are like a few days before when it actually releases because the few they know what happened and we don't yet. Yeah. Yeah, I um wait, are we talking about we're talking about the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, we're talking about Super Bowl. Okay, I was like, wait, what do you mean they know? They know I was like the people listening to this right now will know what's happened. Okay. I was yeah. like, we know? Again, I'm still thinking of Taylor Swift songs in my head. I get it. I get listening it. to Einstein. Were you also as um flipped out during the Grammys thinking that rep TV was going to come because I was so ready for the announcement. And then she just, you know, blue balled us a little bit. Yes. Yeah. No, I am. Um, I was sitting there right by my husband. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. I have my <laughs> reputation shirt on. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Like, but still very excited. And it's the list. I think it's going to be the greatest album we've ever gotten. Yeah. Cause Oh yeah. Oh, me. So I'm actually probably, I never thought I would say this, but I'm more excited for the al- the new album than even oh Reputation TV. Wow. So, wow. That's a <laughs> lot. You're like, this is <laughs> That's a lot to take in. <laughs> no, I was really kind of sad at first. And then I saw the list, the track list, and I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be incredible. Yeah. And it's like through the Eras tour, which I've, I've mm-hmm. seen the Eras tour twice. And so like to see her progression from start to now, like it's mm-hmm. just, I'm so excited for this album. I mean, track five being, what is it? So Long London. And it's like, okay. So, London Boy. It's like the connection to London Boy. And I'm yeah. dying. And my boy break, only breaks his like favorite toys. That Oh one's my God. Oh my God. Him, I'm dead. I'm dead. I could talk the- about Taylor. The That's Florida one too. Oh my, it's going to be so good. Yeah. From the break, I'm just, Fortnite, like everything is such a, she's a queen. She's a goddess. She's a master. She's controlling it all. And it's, yeah. I'm happy to be yeah. in her hands. I'm, I'm like still hoping for a secret like rep drop right before it. I don't know. I mean, I think it could happen or it could happen right after it. I heard there was a, my new conspiracy that I went deep down a rabbit hole this morning about was uh, one of my favorite people we were talking about that it's going to probably drop like what is it, it'll be like this happens in April and then that one will be the August 13th probably. right before she would come back to the States and do like the show. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll take it. I will take it. I mean, she's in the same color scheme now. Like, let's just keep it black and white, baby girl. Let's keep going. <laughs> Here's the truth, too, though. Don't you want her to get to win a Grammy for this album and then also win a Grammy for Reputation? So it has to kind of drop in different years because I want her to win 
I wanted to win best album for both because it got just, you know, it didn't get the praise it deserved for album of the year when it came out. So this would be the chance. You know, I hate that you're so right about that. I just want it so bad. No, we need to wait. It will be so good. We need her to win for this one and then we'll get reputation. She'll win. That'd be great. Um, well, I'm so happy that we have been able to um, just totally fangirl over Taylor for a few minutes before we get into this. Forever. It's, Ever. I it's, it's my whole life. It's fine. It's like, <laughs> my mother-in-law sent this to me today, and I was like, I've been reading it right before I logged in. No! She's on my vision board. It's fine. It's over my vision board. <laughs> Yes, they're gonna be like, all right. So everybody likes Taylor Swift. No, yeah. loves. No Taylor. loves. It's bad. It's like it's it's yeah. It's like in in our bones now. I think at this point. Um, uh, Any who's a call. Uh, let's actually get to um, you and the show. Um, the first uh, question that I always love to ask my guests is, um, you know, it's an important one, and it's it's what made you want to become an actor. Oh, you know, I, it's so funny because I was one of those kids that thought they were going to do a lot of things. Like I was that annoying person that had so much self-confidence. Like I, I watched Legally Blonde. I'm going to be a lawyer. Like I really, I lost my first pet. I was going to be a veterinarian and do it better. Like I, so I was one of those kids and I don't remember the exact moment, but my mom says it was when I was in preschool and I didn't get cast as the butterfly in the hungry, hungry caterpillar. And that's what I wanted. And so I did my part and I was supposed to be sitting back and I jumped over the chick and stole her lines. And I think if I'm really honest, that was probably when I was like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that poor girl. I mean like horrible thing as a human to do, but uh great for thinking I would lean towards the arts. And my mom, I remember she was like, no, I knew from then. (laughs) Right then. So I probably then, honestly, I've always loved it. And it's always kind of just been part of me. Mm. So I get that. I was like the same way as a, as a young one. I was like, I'm going to be a dolphin trainer and I'm also going to own a chocolate factory. And I'm going to (laughs) be a lawyer and I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to be all the things. And then I, yeah, I think I realized like, Oh, I can be all of the things. You're an actor. Yeah. If I'm an actor. I was prepping for this my whole life. Yeah, yeah. you just play one on TV. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> but I'm also like the person who will take things too far and be like, what if I do it in real life and on TV? Like, what, what if I, you? like, why don't I do it all? Why don't you? I, I mean, I kind yeah. of like, like, can you imagine being a dolphin trainer and owning a chocolate factory and so you go play with the dolphins and then you get some chocolate of dolphins? Like, you know, like. Yeah. And then like. On the weekend, you do a play at Pasadena. Like, I don't know. Like, it sounds nice. No, girl. Yeah. And you're pimping out. You got, like, commercials for the Dolphin Factory. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. We can make this it work. Is, this is great. This is great. You can do it all. <laughs> so what was um, what was your journey to, like, professional acting? Did you go to college for acting? What was the, like, path that you took? Because everybody's path is so different. Everybody's. Yeah, it's crazy. I um, well, I grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi, and I went to Ole Miss. I got my BFA in acting. And I, I'm that, I moved to Los Angeles. It was so funny because we did our um, showcase in New York. And I remember I was terrified. I was, I was terrified of New York. And I actually had someone interested in repping me. 
Oh, wow. And like had a meeting. It was great. You would think I'd be like, New York. No, I went to LA where no one wanted me. And I was like, this is it. This is where I'm going. And I like moved straight to LA. I avoided the agent. And I came out here. I got really lucky. Um, and I my first thing I ever did was with Joan Rivers. And so mm. I did a like a TurboTax national campaign as myself with her. And that's how I got kind of introduced to the whole world. And it was just such a way to come into the scene and yeah it was incredible yeah and I just started working in tv and that was kind of the progression and just kind of all for such a crazy world kind of all magically fell in place Mm. and you're never done learning or growing and so yeah (laughs) what (laughs) I'm like was that that all the question I think it was um what did you like did you know anybody in LA did you have people out here or were you one of those brave souls who was just like just going man I well I think from are are you from the south I didn't even get to ask are you by any chance no I I grew up we moved here when I was eight I'm an LA girl I just you know you know, really from here. No, um, so in the South, I, I feel like we're really big on um, connection. So my mom and dad, the greatest thing that ever happened to me was they called our neighbor who called someone who's a casting director out here. And they and like he became one of my close, close friends and that he sat down and had coffee with me the first day I arrived. And I, I brought a notebook and I asked him every single question under the sun. And he was just such like, he has always been such an inspiration to me. And actually he's the reason I was able to get my first job um, or, or TV job. And I, so for me, I didn't know, know anyone, but I would like go through family connections. And then with college, everybody would keep in touch. So, mm. and I moved out with a friend and, and I really kind of found once I got here, I gravitated towards people like easily. And I found my tribe very quickly. And that was really nice, but mm. like didn't have a safety net per right. se. People were very kind and I really... I think that probably saved me. I can't tell you how many times I would sit down at lunches with anyone who would talk to me from any family connection and just write in my little notebook, which mm-hmm. I still have. So, but yeah. Which will have to be published after you win your Oscar. Um, it's just a lot about Taylor Swift. I mean, that's fine. I think that's good. <laughs> you know, I think if it's about those two things, they could probably just teach a class on it, you know? It's true. I mean, we should all take a class on Taylor Swift. I agree. The kind of people giving you advice. I it's agree. true. Uh, what was like the the role or the booking that made you feel like okay I'm on the right path because I feel like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of times where we're working as actors and you're like yeah I'm working like this is good I'm glad I'm working I'm glad I'm on set but it can sometimes feel like when's the thing that is gonna like make me feel something coming Sure. I get that. Um, so this is going to be an annoying response to that because I'm one of those super annoying humans that, um, I've loved, and it's not a, it's not even like a joke. I've loved every single job I've done because like first TV job I did was a scandal and I have the biggest crush in the entire world on Kerry Washington. Who doesn't? And I had five, if they don't, they should. And, uh, I had five lines and she was in the courtroom with me and 
she walked up to me after and like congratulated me. She knew it was my first job and, and she was like, you did so great. She was so kind. And, and I, and I just remember literally almost falling to my knees and I was like, I heard, I love you. I love you so much. I heard, I heard you like mermaids and I love mermaids. And she was like, I do. I do love mermaids. And, and the reason I tell that story is like, I remember that moment could have been such a cringe moment. And instead it was something that I was like, oh my God, like no cringe. Like that was such a beautiful moment. And like, was the, I will forever remember it. And it's like every job played some kind of little puzzle piece in, in that for me. Um, there was one job that I'm thinking of that I was supposed to be a co-star with seven lines and just because of things that happened it got rewritten day of I I I went from having seven to carrying the entire arc of that with the lead wow and then got made into a recurring all because of just a strange thing that happened and I was ready and and I'll never forget it because the producer was like how quickly can you memorize lines and I was like I can and I memorized it went from seven to like six pages and we did it. And then that's how I started recurring on the show. And I'll just never, that was a moment of like, oh, wow. And, and just such a beautiful thing. But all of those little puzzle pieces, even the cringe moments were like those moments for me still. You know? I love that. It's like, um, it's like that clip that went viral from, I can't remember what award show it was, but it was like uh, Brie Larson freaking out meeting JLo. Oh. And it's, it's like the funniest thing. Cause she has like a full panic attack, like on the red carpet. Have you, have you, she's like in the middle of an, in, an interview and JLo is walking by and she's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And she's like, I just love you so much. You're the reason I got into acting. She just starts like, and I was watching an interview with her recently where she was like, I just feel like that was like the most embarrassing thing. We're never going to work together. And I'm like, I don't think it is. Cause I think it just like, yeah I don't know I think it's nice when people tell you how much um you know their craft has affected you and how much you know their willingness to to give to the world their art has like affected how you've grown and who you are I think it's beautiful it's beautiful I will never forget though I I was at Wango Tango this is a true story oh yeah Jennifer has rose from the stage. I was in the front row. I my heart stopped. <laughs> I watched a goddess appear, and she made. I in my head, she made direct eye contact with me. I dropped to my knees mm-hmm. and bowed. Nice. Who does that? I looked insane, but I will. I have zero regrets. I would do it to JLo, and like if I saw her on the street, she's yeah. so beautiful. So yeah, I she, and, and she's so talented. I, I feel like you bow to the queens. You know, you have so to. I mean. She has that presence. She has that presence. So I love that for Brie Larson. I think you should never regret those moments. Like, be a human, mm-hmm. you know, have the moment. I, I regret nothing. And the only thing I regret is that I didn't get to do that to um, Betty White. That's like the oh. one person I wanted to meet. And I think, oh, just such a queen. So, yeah, have the I moment. totally understand oh, yeah. that. Um, speaking of like, Betty White and JLo and all these things. It just kind of made me wonder, are there people that you've worked with that you're like, other than Kerry Washington, that you were like, oh my God, this has been a dream of mine. Or is, are there certain people that are like the top people that you're like, I have to work with them in this lifetime or I will cease to exist. Well, like I, I, again, another lame answer. I feel like I felt like that every time I've worked, when I see kind people, Mm -hmm. um, 
it always really makes an impact on me because I think we're given this absolutely insane job that we've wanted our whole lives. And like, so when you remain kind, that is the pinnacle for me. And I think that's why one reason why I love Carrie Washington so much. Um, but it, it's gotta be Reese Witherspoon for me. Like oh, yeah. we'll have to manifest and create and bring her to me. Like, I think she is such a powerhouse and such an incredible woman. I mean, that would be my top have to, have to, have to meet and work with her and just be in her presence mm-hmm. and watch her brain work is the one for me. I get that. I really get that. I mean, Legally Blonde, Sweet Home Alabama. Are we joking? I mean, like, I love her. I, I love her on the morning show. I love, I, oh, I love so everything good. she does. Cruel Intentions. Are you joking? Oh my, oh my God. God. Bring me back. Yeah. I loved, I, I fucking love Reese Witherspoon. I love her so much. She's the best. Yeah. But I've never met her. Soon. Soon. Can feel That's going to be a 2024 Soon. thing. Bring her to me. And then, of course, Taylor Swift. Like, I think, but I will tell you this. I went to the Aeros Tour in Nashville, and she lives, I, should, I shouldn't say this, but in my friend's building above. I rode the elevator not knowing that the penthouse had a separate elevator for hours. Hoping. <laughs> hoping. And finally, they came to me and informed me. <laughs> There was a, I was never, this was never going to happen. And so I was like, hmm, <laughs> direct, I'll try again. But they're like, no, really, like, because they're, you, it's, it's, she's it's never going to be on sale. Yeah. Yeah. That so, is so and, good. I, oh I visited Nashville for the first time last year and my, my friends were, um, I was staying with them and they took me downtown a few times and they were just like, that's Taylor's apartment. And there were like yeah. lights on and I was like, She's home. She's not on tour yet. She's not. On t- is she? Is she up there? Is she up there? Like, I'm like having a heart attack. Bring her a, like a milkshake. Does she yeah. like milkshakes? Like, yeah. what does she want? I'll bring her yeah, some I sushi. I don't know. Just drop it off. Just tell her I love her and yeah. leave. That's fine. No. Uh, yeah. I I think I would embarrass myself so hard. And you know, it, it would be a Brie Larson moment for me, and I would regret nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I'd probably stop breathing. I well, that's my thing. Like, I actually don't know what I would do. If I like was close to her, I would drop to my knees and just bow. And my husband has told me he's like, "You can't do that." Uh, yeah, you can. That would freak her out. And I'm like, you "I have to." Absolutely, will do that though. Yeah, I agree. I I'm on your <laughs> side with this, hundred percent. Yeah, we'll um, just bow, and she'll just be confused and a sweet human that just goes, "Oh God." Yeah. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine. 
erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And back to the show. Well, on this show, we like to share uh, audition stories uh, from yeah. the past and, and funny things that have happened in the room or the ones that have gotten away. Is there a story that you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try to talk in code and try not to like go on too long. Um, mm-hmm. There is this one show that is still on and it is incredible. It, it's it's amazing. I love it. I loved it the first time I read the pilot. It's it, the writing, the creator. She's amazing. I got the chance to audition with self-tape. I sent my tape in. I connected with the rule right away and I didn't hear anything for like three months. Um, they changed casting offices and called me back in for the role. And I remember my, my agent and I were talking and she was like, well, do you want to do anything different? And I was like, it's that actor moment of like, I should, right? Because they're seeing me again. And I was like, no, I want to do exactly what I did. I loved what I did. So I just retaped it, sent it in. And then it's a show, let's say, about dancing. And um, they were like, for your callback, we need to see you do a dance. At the time, I was super into silks and like aerial nice. yoga. So I the studio and I did it there and I knew it was great and um sent it in and they were like we want you to come to Atlanta we want you to test so I went to Atlanta and they were like I'm giving everything away they were like you know we will need to see in like a swimsuit just because of like the nature of the show and um you'll need to do a dance and so my dad Oh God. I was like, oh, I got this. I'm going to use a chair and I um did the dance routine to humming I put a spell on you, but just the chorus. So I learned this whole routine of like tricks on the chair, but just the chorus of I put a spell on you. I was really into 50 shades of gray at the time. And I went into the room or I, I got to the the test and there were probably seven of us and this beautiful girl with like pink hair. She was so stunning, walks out. And I just was like, oh, sign me up. I hope you get it. I walk in, there's this other girl who <laughs> I'll try really hard to talk in code she was fierce and awesome and Ooh. sat right in front of me and hand to God, put her leg over her shoulder right before I was about to walk in for the test. And I just laughed and I was like, they call my name and I go in there and I was like, I would hire you. Yeah. You would be my pick girl. Yeah. <laughs> walked in and I was just like I I don't know what came over me in this moment I just started taking off my 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 clothes which wasn't supposed to happen till the end for my swimsuit and they're like no 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 and I was like no 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 this is what you came for and so I just did all of my scenes in it and it ended up we'll get there but like then we get to the end we work it's great um and uh they go do one do your dance they had like a music and the stuff for me. And I was like, oh no, I have done this whole routine to, um, I put a spell on you, but just the chorus. So I'll just sing it. And they're oh like, well we, have, <laughs> well, we have a, 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 a the, the show you'll, and I was like, I didn't prepare it that way. I would like to sing it. Mind you, I'm still just in my like swimsuit. And they're like, uh-huh. okay, just sing it. I, I did the rest of the test singing over and over that chorus and um, get done. And I was like, thank you so, so much. I have to then put my clothes on and leave. I thought I botched it. I was like, <laughs> there is 
No way. No, I don't. Did I just strip? And you don't even like your brain doesn't turn back on to your like back at the car, right? Yeah, 100%. So like, did I just strip at the top and say, no, 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 this is what you came for to a room full of producers and then refuse the music that they had for me because I wanted to sing it? And so I get on the plane to go back to LA and I'm cringing. Like at one point I was in a middle seat. I remember I put my hood over my head and just cringed. Like, <laughs> and I get back to LA and my agent calls and she's like, you're pinned. They like love you. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. And then I was getting married at the time and the pin became so heavy. And it was like, we were getting such, um, leaning towards me that I was going to Burning Man right after my wedding and we were having to figure out a, a flight to get me out of the playa to like yeah. get me back and so and then they were like keep a really heavy pin we'll know more Monday Monday happens I don't hear anything mm. Tuesday happens mm. I don't hear anything no it's like I think we have to I my agent was like no 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 we didn't go through all that like we're gonna call and they're like some things have switched we still really love her we're not releasing the pin but and at that no. point, I, I just went to the shower and I cried. And I was just like, I, I came out like wrapped in a towel to like my husband. And I was like, I, I just have to mourn. I, I, it's not mine. I can feel it. And it was one of those moments where I'm so grateful for my manager because she called me and she goes, Ash, this is the moment. You thought you bombed it. You didn't bomb it. You were actually like, you did fantastic. You either pick yourself up and this becomes part of the story where this breaks you and you, you have, none of us can do it for you. And I'm so grateful I got that advice because mm -hmm. I was like, you're right, this is. And so I let it go. I, I cried, I mourned it. And then we watched the show because I love the writer. And I was like, I will not not support the show. And what I learned was not only did the girl who put her leg behind her head get it, she was the one between, between me and her and I, see? And I was like, I don't, I don't blame them. And, uh, but it was exactly, and I, I can't say this enough, her energy was exactly the right, it was, it was perfect. Mm. She was perfect. And my energy, who I would have been as this character, would not have made this show what it needed to be. And so it was this moment as an actor of like, would I have loved the money? Would I have loved to play it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It broke my heart. But it was that moment of like, wow, I, it was not my role, mm. even though like they loved me, it what I should have never been that role. They did the right thing. Yeah. And so that's the story that always kind of just like, cause you know, we as actors were always like, oh, I could have done that. Not if you're honest with yourself and you watch it and you can remove your ego, you're like, it wasn't mine. Yeah. Most Sometimes maybe people are like, no, I was still fucking mine. But like <laughs> in this situation, I, I really like my husband was like, how do you feel? And I was like, so much better because mm -hmm. she was the right role. Like she was right for it. And that was kind of that. But it's just interesting to go from cringing, being sure you have failed. Yep. And like mortified, dancing to like singing just the chorus. And then I mean Here's the thing. If I was a producer in that room, I'd be like, this chick has balls. Like, she is, she is kick-ass. She just 
doesn't care what we think. And I love that. Like, that's how it would have come off to me. I'm assuming that's why they were like, uh, you're awesome. Because I mean, other than like your talent, like, you just took control of the room immediately. And that's kind of what we're always told, right? As actors is like, making sure that you have control of the room. So that you're yeah. never the one like trying to figure out, trying to feel things out. It's like, no, you got to go in with the confidence. And not only did you go in with the confidence, you like went in with like, like Taylor Swift confidence. Like you were on a, a stadium tour confidence. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny because uh, my friend asked later, she was like, did you, re- did you, did you regret just when they were like, no, 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 don't take off your clothes. And I was like, honestly, no, because I can't imagine getting done with these scenes, which there were five scenes I had to do, and then being like, uh, let me, uh, let me uh, disrobe really quick. Like, and, yeah. and they were doing it from my comfort, right? That's what you're supposed to do. You're right. supposed to wait and you have a moment and you step out. But I just didn't, I, I wanted, I think whether I realized it or not, it was me just being like, nope, if I'm going to do the show, I'm going <laughs> to, I need to be comfortable with this. Right. So, and, and I think that was something where I thought it was something that was probably a strike against me, I think it ended up being something that really helped me. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we don't know because we're not in the room why, but it, our, we're physically there, but really we're not. It's like, we don't know so what true. they said. I left. But yeah. um, to me, I look back on it and I'm like, I have no regrets. Even the cringe moments, I was like, I, I did it my way. And you did do it your way. And you told them, I'm doing it my way. You have music? I don't care. I want your music. I'm going to sing my own. Thank you. Literally just repeated. When I got home, my husband was like, you didn't even sing the whole song? I was like, no, I didn't know the whole song. I just knew the chorus. Just that one verse, man. I had watched Fifty Shades of Grey flying in. It was all I had. Um, You're my hero. Lord, I'll never forget it, but I, I cherish it so much. Like, it's oh, the best. So I'm obsessed with that story. That story is top notch. It's probably like maybe one of the top fives I've heard on this. This is fantastic. Thank you. That means a lot. Wow. I thank you for sharing. That was incredible. Um, I'm so happy with that audition story. Um, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit and uh, make you tell me about uh, your new movie, A Taste of Love, which is premiering the 19th on Hallmark, a part of their Love You, Ari. Love You, Ari. I, you know, here's what's so funny. I, I love this movie. I, we shot it a few years ago in Florida during like COVID and everything like that. I, I was so I was so happy. Hallmark was always where it was supposed to to land when we were all making the movie. And Erin is like one of the you know like she is a Hallmark baby, and she's one of the most pure souls I've ever met in my life. Like the kindest human, and I'm so grateful this movie because I don't play the nicest role. But you know, I, I got a little bit of a beef with that because like villains aren't bad. They just like ha- they're seeing it a little bit of a different way. You're never yeah. a villain in your own story, right? Um, but she was so impossible not to love, and some of the things I have to do in the movie, it's just like it's impossible not to just be endeared to her. And and I can't wait for people to see it. I just, I it's such a sweet movie. Oh, I'm excited. It's so cute. It's so cute. Oh my god. Honestly, though, like I love playing the villain. It's so fun. <laughs> 
what are you doing? It's it's like the most fun. It's it. I love being a villain. It's I love fun. like once I killed someone with a bra. You yes. know, it doesn't even make sense. They don't die by the death of the bra, but this person did. Yep. Good old villain. Yeah. They can do anything. I've like hit somebody over the head with a cast iron skillet. Like what else? What else do you need in life? It's just it's such a nice feeling. Right? It is. It's, it's great. It's so good. Um, what else is on the horizon for you? What's your What's your current outlook for 2024? 2024. I, you know, I. It's really exciting because um, we. I just got back from New York. I was doing a guest spot on FBI's Most Wanted Yay. and coming out in March, and that was such a. I we have been doing the bicoastal like journey, mm-hmm. me and my husband, and I am so in love with New York. Yeah. I really, really, really want to work there as much as possible. And so like getting that bite right at the start of the year of like just an awesome show to be yeah. part of, I, it was just such a great way to start the year. And, and I just like, I'm so excited to see it and then just kind of explore avenues in New York. And yeah, the other thing I can't talk about, but I am I I'm gonna be doing a movie in Dallas later this summer, and I'm so so excited. Yay. And I love the South, so I'm so excited to go home. So it's nice to know those things. And then not work related at all. I am going to Italy in the summer yes. to see Taylor Swift on the Airs tour. I'm not joking. My husband was like, no joke, uh, not to bring in Taylor Swift again, but maybe she'll see this and know how pure our love is. Um, he's we're planning our vacation. We go every summer, and he goes. All right, Ash, do you want to see where she's playing? And that's whenever, if wherever it falls, that's how we'll pick where we go. And she's playing in Milan. So we're going to Italy. Okay, one. Five stars for your husband. He found the Taylor Swift Five stars. What? How do I find one like that? You know, I'm telling you, I, I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with him. He doesn't freak out that we have three cats and I keep like adopting more children. Um, he's, yeah, five, I mean, 10, 10 out of 10 awesome yeah. humans. So. Yeah. That's like, yeah. that's true love, man. Asking <laughs> your wife where you want to go on vacation based on where Taylor is that summer. It was the sweetest thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. And he's like, you love her. And then, and you can, cause he's like, you wanted to go and be in the pit. Like the two times before you weren't like, cause we were with friends and he was like, let's go be in the pit. Just me and you. And like, let's do it. Like, let's do it. Let's do it overseas. Cause you mm-hmm. can't like, come on. And I was like, would marry again. Would yeah. marry again right now. <laughs> right now, right now, right now. Yeah. Does your so, husband have a brother? I'm just asking. He does. He does. <laughs> he's a handsome boy. I'm okay. telling you. Lives in the bay. All right. Well, I like the bay. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where can people follow you on social media to keep up with all of your your work and your life and your Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift and cats. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Ashley Delaney. Fair it good. should be like Taylor Swift for life, but yeah, yeah, should be Taylor. It's fine. <laughs> Mine is just going to be changed to Rep TV 2024 Queen? Question mark. <laughs> please but don't you want her to win yeah game? no you have a good point you have a good point I want her to win at all that's what i want yeah can they do two can she tie herself that would be incredible i did think about that when i was saying it out loud i was like what if what if she could like tie with herself one wouldn't win and i think this album it's gonna be unstoppable like yeah. it's gonna break our hearts 
Do you know I what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I kind of so, really wanted to like find a group of girlfriends to do a like album release party where we all dress up as poets. I'm going to need you to invite me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Need you I will let you know. Um, Cause I just think it'd be really fun if we all dressed up as like a poet and we went to like a party and we all listened to the songs together and we could do like fun, like themed snacks and drinks. You know do it they're doing like i i heard the like candy pop people like people were talking about how they're going to do like a release party of her new album and like make it all like candy pop themed and i'll be there oh, so yeah. and you can go dressed as a poet i could bring little snacks yeah and have it all it's like do i do i get a an oven and put it on my like an oven headband and like put it on or no is that too far okay i love it no nothing's too hard <laughs> all right well <laughs> I have loved having you on um, and getting to know you. I feel like we're going to be friends for life now. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your your stories with me. Thank you for having me. I absolutely adore you. And I'm going to go put my Taylor Swift. I should have. I'm disappointed in my choices in life, honestly. Okay. We saw the 13. It's fine. We saw the 13. We know I'm a diehard. I got a little book. Like, yeah. it's like We're good. We're good. Still a wasted opportunity, you know, but yeah. It was so nice to meet you. So fun having you. I adored this. Me too. Me too. Happy Super Bowl Sunday or, you know, day of our Lord Taylor Swift really at this point. So thanks again to Ashley for coming on the show and spending some time with me. Make sure to check out A Taste of Love on Hallmark February 19th. Um, And, you know, that's all I got for you. Tune in in a couple weeks for a brand new guest. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.